0: instrumental surf rock fans, I'm Lady Reverb, coming to you from beautiful Berkeley, California, and this is Surf Guitar 101's fourth podcast. In this show, we'll be bringing you the second half of the interview with Yvonne Pongrasic and his band, The Madeira. That was taped at the first annual Surf Guitar 101 convention. And I'll also be playing you a few new tunes from the Surf Coaster's new album, Outside Break, as well as a special new track from the Neptune's latest CD, Davy Jones' House Band, But before we get to that, I'm first going to take you on a little bit of an historical journey, back in time to the 1960s, with lots of fabulous songs from the first wave of surf. First up is a great tune called Storm Surf by the Surfaris. That was The Rising Surf by The Tandems, which can be found on a compilation CD called The Lost Legends of Surf. I started off that set with the wonderful Storm Surf by The Surfaris, followed by the song Hurricane Beat from the band The Hurricanes. And after that we heard the dramatic and beautiful Pintor by The Faroes. That comes off of a great compilation album called Wild Surf. Okay, lots more classics yet to come. Here's a bluesy little number made in 1963 called King Surf. This is by Dave Myers and the Surf Tones, and it's off their classic album, Hangin' 20. That was the theme from Black Saddle by the Revelers. That's off a compilation album called Rare Surf, Volume 2, The South Bay Bands. Starting off that set, I gave you King Surf by Dave Myers and the Surf Tones. After that, we heard a fabulous song from 1964 called The Jester by Jim Messina and his Jesters. Incidentally, Jim Messina later played with Buffalo Springfield. And, of course, he gained most of his fame and notoriety playing later with Loggins and Messina. Personally, I think you should have stuck with Instra surf. I mean, seriously. Following the jester, we heard a lovely tune from 1963 entitled Wayward Nile. That's from Orange County band The Shantaids. Hey, lots more classic surf yet to come. Here's another great tune from 1963. I think this has got an awesomely grungy garage rock feel to it. This is called Ghost Wave by The Vistas. Uh... <music> The song we just heard was The Truant, by a band named The Truants. At the top of that set we heard Ghost Wave, by The Vistas, followed by the tune El Gato, by The Chandels. And after El Gato was a song called Beyond the Surf, by The Tornadoes. Well comrades, I've got one more classic set for you before I bring you back from the 1960s to the present day. The next song is from 1964, and it's called Our Favorite Martian. From Bobby Fuller and the Fanatics. I think that is such a great version of that tune. That was Jezebel by Al Casey. I started off that set with Our Favorite Martian by Bobby Fuller and the Fanatics. After that, we heard a song from 1964, Smoke and Stack, by Sydney Australian band, the Aztecs. And finally, after Smoke and Stack, we heard Margaia by that not very prolific, but extremely influential surf band, the Fender Four. Now it's time for the second half of the interview with Yvonne Pengrasik and members of the Madeira. This was taped at the first annual Surf Guitar 101 convention. Please stay tuned.
1: You had a very clear idea in mind when you started the band for what musical direction you wanted to pursue. Uh, What changed
2: or what was different the second time you entered the studio to make an album? Um, okay, uh, I guess speaking as the primary songwriter um, I really just wanted the album to be more diverse uh, Sandstorm was kind of um, Take No Prisoners you know, There were a few slower songs But it was really an aggressive album And uh, I wanted to just have something That was yeah, more diverse And um, we talked about it and Patrick also started writing songs that were a little bit in a different vein and I think we accomplished that so uh, there are still very aggressive songs on the album but uh, we also branched out in a few directions that we did not pursue before I'd never yeah, be pursued
1: great. nice drumming thank you
3: thank you
2: <laughs> so where were you? <laughs> um, what was I saying? Never oh did. yeah action so pursuing just wanted to do some things that not done either with the Space Cossacks or we had done in in the Madeira Um, and uh, you know bringing in the basics for example and uh, having much more texture um, more acoustic stuff actually so um, I really extremely pleased with how it came out I think it really met all of my goals
1: tried to hit the ride more than the hi-hat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not joking. It's true. <laughs> you are more of a hi-hat drummer? I was more of a hi-hat drummer before, but uh, I've seen the light <laughs> and uh, rides where it's at. Cool. Yeah. Did you go out and buy yourself a nice big I did change. We'll I did change ride cymbals from the first to the second album to get rid of the ping. I had a real modern studio ride and went to a more dry, uh, heavier uh, ride cymbal, yep. more traditional. So,
2: Dusty approved. It
1: actually is the uh, Sabian El Sabor, Ooh, which uh, cool. I uh, first played on Dusty's kit when we were out here two years ago and fell in love with it. So.
0: Yeah, I
2: did. We all actually just try to go an extra step. I mean, I ended up getting you know a showman, the '64 showman that I was recording with this uh, for this album, and uh, we used vintage mics for this one, um, and uh, you know just really tried to take the extra step to capture the sound as in a vintage way while still keeping it clear and hi-fi i guess um but have it warm and you know i think sandstorm in part was a little harsh sounding and um so i was really aiming to have a warmer sounding record and uh, i think we did that i think so too well thank you (laughs) did i ask you the question
3: about you guys uh being living separately and what was going to happen
1: from we, the started future. Off, we
3: started, oh, yeah. off, before I recorded, yeah, we
1: started off living together and that just got weird. Yeah. <laughs> so then we decided to live separately. Uh, it was a little two-part rich family. It was kind of like, uh, which Beatles movie was it? Health. Help. Help, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I'm going to assume we didn't record that question. <laughs> I don't think we did. So, yep. um, I understand that you have been asked to take part in the Sound of the Surf documentary, which is quite the honor. So, why don't
2: you explain to us a little bit about what that is and what they're asking for? Alright, um, the project is headed by a fellow by the name of Tom Duncan, who has been in the film industry for many years now. And uh, he actually grew up with uh, Dusty Watson, their old friends. And um, he has been a mu- fan of surf music for many years and thought there was really something that needed to be done to popularize the genre and he thought doing a documentary about it would do that. Um, John Blair ended up getting involved and he is doing all the script, he's doing all the interviews Um, and what it's going to be is basically a recap of history of surf music. Um, They've been able to get really big names, Dick Dale is going to be a part of it, Brian Wilson, Paul Johnson, Eddie Bertrand, um, and uh, I, the sh- the footage I've seen is absolutely remarkable. I have no idea where they found this stuff, but color footage of bands playing in the early 60s and just going insane, um, really incredible stuff. So... <clears throat> I couldn't believe it but they wanted us in this. Um, I guess due to John who's been a fan of ours for a couple of years and we're friends going way back. Um, so in two days we are going into a studio where we, we're going to be professionally um, video shot for the documentary playing of six songs. And I cannot tell you what an amazing honor it is to be a part of this project. Um, We're not the only modern surf band. They have, I think, several others that they're going to be featuring. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's remarkable. And I think it's going to be an amazing documentary. And surf music fans are going to love it.
1: Hopefully non-surf music fans will love it too.
2: That is true. And in fact, that is... Thank you, Dane. That's that's a very good point, because their intention is not just to market this to people that are already fans of surf music, but really try to get people that don't know the genre to pay attention and uh, discover how great it is. Something we can all get behind. They're planning on marketing this very widely, and in fact they're even planning on having a, a theatrical release for the documentary. So, you know, it's always difficult with documentaries, but it's probably going to be limited. But just um, hopefully if we get it into theaters at all, it's going to be a pretty big deal. And um, they will buy time on network TV to advertise this. So it's going to be a pretty big deal. There are people that are veterans in the film industry that are behind it um, and uh, I have great hopes about it, and I, not just for us, in fact really for the genre because uh, there is just so much talent in this um, in this surf music world um, and it's way underappreciated yeah. it's time the world has rediscovered
3: surf music right mm-hmm. okay. Like many bands, (laughs) as they mature, they've come into a period where the band members themselves have family issues and career issues that make it difficult for them. Some even move away. And, of course, this has happened to you. And we're all wondering if the Madeira will continue on and continue on
2: to record and and to play live and and what your plans are for that. Uh, We are definitely going to keep playing. We don't have um, more plans than that at this point. But I uh, actually asked the band this very question a month ago, and everybody said, We're going to keep playing. So the new album, well, the album is new. It just came out two months ago, so we have no plans uh, of recording anything at any point soon. But um, we'll see. We'll take it um, a month at a time.
1: <laughs> I think, you know, it's about time that we split up and, and did some solo projects <laughs> and then
2: uh, came back together. Find ourselves, ourselves. yes, because this is becoming very stifling. Yeah, there's
1: just so much more I need to express. I know. uh,
2: I think we're all holding each other back, actually. Yeah, I I I think you're right. Yeah, time for a solo album. I can, I can say actually that uh, it's been really difficult to continue doing this since Patrick lives in Southern California. I'm three hours north of Indianapolis, in Michigan. Dane and Todd are in Indianapolis, um, so it's like a military operation. Every time we do anything, it's planned many months in advance. We uh, sleep in, we show up, lay waste to the audience. Search and destroy. Sur- yeah, get back on, <laughs> you know, get back in our vehicles and roll out. <laughs> That's right. That there are tanks, you know. Reverb tanks will slay. <laughs> so we bring the tanks out, the, the heavy artillery. Yes. <laughs> but no, it's really, it's. Um, I think it's a testament to everybody's level of dedication that everybody's willing to put up with it because it's a major pain in the butt. It's. It takes. A lot to be able to coordinate everybody's schedules and uh, clear it with our families and not uh, anger them too much. Um,
1: we have not yet had a situation where we show up to a gig and one person had forgotten. So I think that's, that says a lot there. That is a good sign. Mm-hmm. I can't say I've had that experience. <laughs> we, we, have had,
2: we did have that happen in the Troubadours once. Who's that? It was Jim we were going to play in oh oh, yeah but I think he purposely did that yeah
1: sabotage
2: yeah he was ready to leave the band at that point which you know would have been nice if he had told us health, time, healthier
1: ways to bring that out
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I'm sure I speak for everybody in the surf music community and in the world at large in, in telling you how much we appreciate the effort that you are making to keep the band together we we'll oh, look very you, much forward to your next project thank and you, to Danny. seeing you again as many times as possible. Awesome. I know I am.
2: Thank you very much. Yes. You're thank welcome. You. We hope to be around for a long time and hope to see all the surf music fans wherever they may be. Yeah. We uh, do get around a maybe. fair amount. So. Yeah, maybe someday we could like go to a show and someone would cover one of our
1: songs. That hasn't happened yet. That's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> I'll plant that seed there on Surf 101. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Danny, and thanks to all the members of the Madeira for that great interview. Okay, Surf Comrades, the next two tracks I'm going to play for you are off the fantastic new album Outside Break from the Surf Coasters. This first song is called Breakout, and it happens to be my personal favorite on this new CD. love that. That was a great new song called Surf Coaster. That's from the Neptune's latest CD entitled Davy Jones House Band. The first song on that set was Breakout followed by a song called Drifter. Both of those can be found on the Surf Coaster's new CD Outside Break. Okay, time for one more set. Next up is a song from the Woodies entitled Phil's Dirt which is no doubt in honor of instrumental surf music guru, the great Phil Dirt. Okay, that last tune was Argosy from my talented husband, Danny Snyder's band, The Tomorrowmen. The first song we heard was Phil's Dirt from The Woodies. That was off their CD, Swimming in the Reverb. And finally, we heard a Django Reinhardt tune, Blue Drag, which was skillfully adapted into the surf style by incredible German band, The Kilaueas. That's on their latest CD. Well, comrades, I hope you enjoyed this show and that you'll check back again for our next podcast at www.surfguitar101.com, the Internet's premier surf music forum. Now, to see you off into the starry night, here's the beautiful Polaris from that always wonderful band, the Insect Surfers. Until we meet again, surf fans, this is Lady Reverb. Who hopes you'll keep your music alive, the love in your heart, and that reverb tank in good working order?